Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hello, yes, welcome to News Fighters for today, Monday, May 6, 2019. I'm your host, Dilab Nehan. We're entering the final two weeks of the Australian federal election campaign, and yesterday was the big Labour launch in Queensland, and the ABC coverage received a surprise guest when former Labour Prime Minister Paul Keating dropped by early. Well, um, we are now joined well, as you can by... see, um, we, have, uh, we have former Prime Minister and... Uh, former Treasurer Paul Keating joining us um, slightly earlier than I anticipated, but a delight delight to... There's an improvisation. Good. (laughs) No worries. You snuck up behind me there. I've done a bit of that in my life. <laughs> it's funny because he knifed Bob Hawke. Anyways, enough about the Labor launch, as there's a big, huge story that's being totally ignored by the mainstream media. I can't believe they're not covering it. Ladies and gentlemen, on the weekend, Prime Minister Scott Morrison tried to steal a baby. Cuddling babies. I'll go now. Yeah, she's out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pick her up in a week. <laughs> Child kidnapping is no joke, ScoMo. It's a serious issue that's already brought down a Queensland One Nation candidate. You should know that. Anyways... On to the second leaders debate. Welcome to the Sky News Courier Mail People's Forum. Yes, opposition leader Bill Shorten and Prime Minister Scott Morrison faced off Friday night in Brisbane. And of course, I have to say the thing it will most be remembered for is this. Where Bill Shorten labelled Scott Morrison a space invader. Mr Shorten accused Scott Morrison of being a space invader. Yes, and it turns out it's actually the first time a candidate's been compared to a video game in a debate since Mark Latham was called a street fighter in 2004. And also in 1998 when John Howard was called Sonic the Hedgehog. Just look at the eyebrows, you'll see what I mean. Of course, the label Space Invader was in relation to Scott Morrison standing too close to Bill Shorten during this heated exchange. Well, the other day when you met a a worker in Gladstone... Where are you going? And they, they were earning $250,000 and you sidled up to him, you're having a bit of a chat to him and, and he complained about this and what did you say to him? He said, oh, we'll have a look at that. You couldn't look him in the eye and tell him that you were going to increase his taxes by 2% on the 1st of July of this year. You could do I'm just wondering, can you look me in the eye and tell you're going to increase the taxes? You're a classic space invader. Um, (laughs) 
All I want to do. <laughs> this was in relation to when Bill Shorten met workers at Gladstone Ports last week, and one of them asked about tax cuts for workers over 250 grand a year. You good to see um, the highway thing come under and give a tax break. And one of the guys here do ah, yeah. overtime. They earn 250,000 a year because they work nice. Well, we're going to look at that. Now, just a quick aside. If anyone knows if Gladstone Ports needs any wacky clips editors, please uh, drop us a line. Anyways, the whole exchange was almost exactly identical to the famous Joe the Plumber moment from the US election in 2008, where a plumber with a business making roughly 250 grand a year confronted Barack Obama. Except, of course, you'll remember Obama explained the reasoning behind his tax policy in detail. And the reason we're doing that is because 95% of small businesses make less than 250. And so what I want to do is give them a tax cut. I want to give all these folks who are you know, bus drivers, teachers, auto workers who make less, I want to give them a tax cut. And Bill Shorten justified his tax policy by saying this. Well, we're going to look at that. Yeah, really inspiring stuff there from Bill Shorten. I can see why the media has dubbed him the Barack Obama of guys named Bill Shorten from Melbourne who were born in 1967. Anyways, back to the debate, and Bill Shorten saw the whole Space Invader moment as just being lighthearted. A little lightheartedness, never heard a debate, did it? And the next day, Shorten followed up by releasing a video online of him playing the classic video arcade game, Gallagher. Yet he enjoyed it today, reposting his last Space Invaders moment. Close enough, video game fans aren't obsessive anyway, no one will notice. Not to be outdone, on Sunday, Scott Morrison tried to get on the video game bandwagon. The other day, Bill Shorten wanted to talk about video games. Now, I was watching that uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 with my kids the other week, and uh, I won't make that obvious analogy. <laughs> Wreck-It, Bill. Ah, uh, you literally did it anyway, you cheater. Anyways, Wreck-It Ralph isn't a video game, it's a movie about video games. Anyways, continue with your obvious bad soundbite attempts your millions of dollars worth of advisors and consultants have given you. You're, who remembers Pac-Man? Anyone remember Pac-Man? And Jenny reminded me of this this morning. You know that little thing that just goes around gobbling up like that? That's Bill Shorten's tax policy. <laughs> the only space he's going to invade is your wallet. Okay, and now let's cross to the Australian electorate for their reaction to all the bad video game dad jokes. Stop! Stop! He's already dead! Anyways, in responding to the debate, Scott Morrison wasn't impressed with Bill Shorten's performance. You know, wise cracks and stunts isn't how you run a country. Yes, but it is how you love running an election campaign, isn't it, Scott? Sorry, what was the easy visual pun you spoon-fed the news cameras on the exact same day you said that? Decorating cupcakes. He had hoped to put the icing on the cake for cake maker. Keen to show campaigning is all a piece of cake. ScoMo continued criticising Shorten's debate performance by saying this. I'm happy for Bill Shorten to put on a cabaret performance in a debate. OK, and I think I know what cabaret performance Bill Shorten might have had in mind. Maybe this time I'll be lucky, not a loser. OK, back to the debate itself, and Shorten made sure to be very critical of the broadcaster hosting the debate. Because what happens as passes for news in Australia is conflict. You know, if X says Y is no good and Y says X is no good, that's more likely to get a run in the newspaper or on Sky News than a happy story. 
happy stories. Bill, this is Sky News you're talking about. A cat has adopted four baby squirrels and is raising them along with her new kittens at a petting zoo in Crimea. Okay, now while ScoMo liked to invade personal space, Bill Shorten's preferred method of rebuttal was just disaffected size. That includes the mining. Uh, What I'm saying is they build a 1.56% of the economy and they run in July. All right, right, just can't make you happy. Never mind. Also, being a televised debate, Bill Shorten tried to give concise, short answers. And failed. Here's an example, just to show you what I think Very this quickly. government... Oh, I'm answering your question. This, what happens currently in Australia, and I've got to take 30 seconds because... But they'll tell you what, it's a big issue, and let's be really clear, and I'll be another 10, 30 seconds on it. Ten what happens seconds. is... <laughs> yeah, begging for extra time there. Well, thank God Bill Shorten was never a contestant on Sale of the Century's Fast Money. The time is on the clock, 60 seconds. Time starts now. Which animal features on the National Coat of Arms of Denmark? but they'll tell you what, it's a big issue. And let's be really clear, and I'll be another 10, 30 seconds on it. Then electricity prices came up, and Bill had this very odd thing to say about getting your power bill. Your power bills go up. It's an adventure to go and open them. I mean, he's right. Who doesn't remember the classic adventure movie Indiana Jones and the quarterly electricity statement? I hate credit card surcharges. Suck! I hate them! On the issue of franking credits, Bill Shorten summed up the Labor policy very concisely. We're stopping a gift. It's not a new tax. If I stop giving someone who's wealthy some money, we're stopping giving them some money. Yeah, it's a bit like that Labor policy where they fight cancer by fighting cancer, or they build wind farms by building wind farms. It's really self-explanatory. Anyways, then on to the big issue of the debate everyone was waiting for, the closing of rural post offices. It really is shaping up to be the single biggest defining issue of the 2019 election, if you ask me. Scott Morrison, of course, said the best way to support local post offices was by cutting income tax. Our economy is more healthy when there is a lower tax burden on those who are walking in and out of post offices. Yes, and he also bragged about increasing the cost of postage for everyone. When it comes to Australia Post, one of the things our government did is we actually did increase the prices of letters and these sorts of things. Yeah, thanks, Gomo. $15 to mail a paperback book interstate. Cheers for that. Anyways, then Shorten tried to stand up for post offices, but just got a little confused. So I think that having an Australia Post business in your local country town is a sign of health. And when you add on Star Trek Express and its ability to compete... Star Trek. I'll tell you what, this whole debate was reminding me of one episode of Star Trek in particular. His body lives, the autonomic functions continue. But there is no mind. What have you done with Spock's brain? His brain is gone. Yes, and despite all these flubs, at the end of the day, Bill Shorten won. The undecided voters in attendance narrowly gave the debate to the opposition leader. 43% of the audience thought Bill Shorten won. 41% gave the showdown to the PM. 16% couldn't separate the leaders. Yeah, and didn't both leaders make a big impression on the audience? Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Morrison answered my question. My question is to Mr. Morris. No, not Mr. Morris. Mr. Shorten. Um, Some people say we look the same, but I don't see it myself. <laughs> okay, that's News Fighters for today. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, subscribe on your favourite podcasting app. Follow us on Twitter at News Fighters Pod. Write us a review on iTunes or subscribe on YouTube where you can watch all the episodes with all the funny news clips involved and see the politicians' dumb faces. Supposedly, there's going to be another debate this week. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. 
here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.